0: Welcome to Unapologetically Me with me, your host, Melissa Peda, the owner of Pilates Plus in Greenwood Village, Colorado. This podcast is all about my thoughts and my opinions and who I am as a person and just kind of laying it out there with my experiences. If you've listened to some of these stories that I've told you, I throw it out there. My life is an open book. And I started. A different podcast before the Super Bowl last night. And um, this one's going to go a totally different direction. So, anyway, right now it is snowing in Colorado. We were supposed to get a ton more tonight and tomorrow. And then it'll be back to sunny soon. And I haven't felt good today. I took my vitamins and I started a new one. I think I, I doubled up on it. And I don't think I should have. And so my tummy's been a little bit not good. But anyway, who watched the Super Bowl last night? I'm sure everybody knows that I am a huge football fan. Like, I will watch as many games as I can throughout the um, day, Sunday, Monday, Thursday days. If I'm in Arizona, I'm usually going to the game. That means I'm going to one of our home games. So the last couple of years, I have been to all eight, and it's been awesome. But um, I love the Super Bowl. So no matter which team is in it, I would course, prefer mine to be in it. But this year, mine was not. I did get the winner that I wanted. Not in the squares, but everything else I did. So I go to um, my married friend's house to watch Super Bowl. And I have for the last few years, we get together and we have a ton of food. It's the normal kind of Super Bowl party. But Instead of watching from one TV, we have the inside TV, which is kind of for the people that want to socialize. And then there's where I'm at is in the garage. And that's all set up with a big screen TV. It's heated garage. So at least I'm assuming it was. I didn't get cold. And those, and that's where you're actually watching the game and paying attention to it. And there not much distracts you and you're yelling. And yeah, so that is where I was. And um, of course, everybody always... Looks forward to the halftime show. And this one did not disappoint. If you do not know the controversy or what's going on, you might want to come out from the rock you've been under today because it has been off the charts talked about. Like this halftime show is being more talked about than the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, and they haven't won in 50 some years. So it tells you how this, the halftime show was viewed. And there were, I mean, it's all over Facebook is jokes about it. There's memes and we're going to talk about it right now. So if you don't want to hear about it, that's totally fine. So you got to remember, I lived in Los Angeles for seven years in the um, entertainment industry. Like not that sounds like porn, but it wasn't porn. Uh, I learned was learning to dance and sing and, you know, I listened to a lot of music. I watched a lot of videos and I wasn't really a big Madonna fan until I hit my twenties. And then I really started admiring who she was as a performer. And she went beyond the norms at that time and pushed the boundaries. And honestly, she, she was who she was. She said it like it is. Um, I don't, there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with her on, but She definitely is unapologetically her. And then you've got Britney Spears who came out, amazing performer, great dancer. And, you know, she had a lot of skimpy outfits. And um, for some reason, I was really drawn to that as well. I was never that type of performer because I could, I started dancing way too late in life. But when I'm in my living room dancing to myself, I am like, yeah, let's do this. There is something that these performers' eyes tell you. Shakira, when I saw the Whenever, Wherever video, when it first came out, her eyes pulled me in. And I remember the look in her eyes. It was so come and get me and come hither. And it was just powerful and so confident to be able to look. And I know she's looking into a camera, but to be able to look at somebody like that and zone in and kind of use her power. She didn't need her body. Like she has a great body still, and she had a great body then, but she didn't need to use her body. It was all in her eyes, everything told it there. So I started learning and practicing power with the eyes. And I did photo shoots where that became my big thing was the look. And it's a very, it is a sensual look. And it's it's one that she definitely owns. And I saw it last night again and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah!" everybody's right. She was, her performance was, I loved it. I mean, that's, I loved, I loved the whole show. I thought it was wonderful. Um, I thought it was normal entertainment. Like that's what artists do. They push the boundaries. And that is what, and i think that's what gets us to talk. so we all saw it differently uh differently. i saw it very artsy and i could have done without the crotch grabbing. i just i didn't even see that until i watched the the third time today and i was like, oh, that's what everybody's talking about. yeah, that was probably pretty unnecessary, but the rest of it, these two women, i mean, i thought i know that a lot of people were like this is taking us back and there's a it, it's a 50-50 on my page right now. There's a lot of upset people that are mad because they had kids watching and, you know, this is supposed to be a family-friendly show. First of all, football, in my mind, has never been family-friendly. If you go to a game, personally, I don't think children should be at the games because people in the crowd, the fans, are terrible to each other. So, personally, I don't think it's... Family friendly. And if you're talking like women half dressed, there's cheerleaders on there that are half dressed and, you know, they're not grabbing their crotches, but they are gyrating and dancing and cheering and that kind of stuff. So if you want to talk about a family friendly, a lot of drunk people at these games. So again, I've never really thought of football as a family friendly event. Now, baseball, that's a different story. I think baseball is, I actually think hockey is a good family sport. I just would never think of football. And I know a lot of people think of the Super Bowl as that and I I don't understand I guess they don't watch football throughout the year. Um yeah, so I think that this performance I think that there are a lot of people again that are saying, you know, we they took these two took women backwards. And I disagree. You know, I I think that we have a 40-year-old or a 43-year-old and a 50-year-old that are in top shape. They look fantastic. Um, They take care of themselves and i they're physically strong. You could see that from when J-Lo was on the pole. I mean, again, I know that a lot of people didn't like that. If you've ever tried pole dancing, it is so hard and climbing it is even harder. So I think we all took different things. I think it reminds me a lot of the political stage we're in as well. I was dancing with my best friend's three-year-old, in the living room. And it was so much fun. We, like I said, I didn't, I mean, I guess when you hear that JLo lo and Shakira are going to be doing a halftime show, if you know who these two performers are, believe me, that means the NFL is going to push the boundaries. And they certainly did. I am not denying that. I just really appreciated Um, what these two women did in their performance and their training and their physical abilities and their bodies, because that all took amazing discipline to wake up every day, to go to the gym and to eat right. They eat healthy. They don't drink. I mean, that's all this stuff takes so much discipline for what they're doing. And that's the part that I find fascinating. I, I mean, I want to have a glass of wine every night, but last night I was like, I'm inspired now. And that's a big thing too, is these two inspired me and who knows how long that's going to last that trend, but maybe till Friday when I go to Mexico, but they inspired me to look at my health and I'm pretty, I'm pretty healthy as it is, but I could be healthier. I could work out a little bit more. I could eat a little bit better. I could drink a little less. And I think that that is part of where, what I took from it, uh, the meme that came out that was, that said, you know, a lot of the controversy was, my God, should I renew my, I need to renew my gym membership. And I think that's a big part of it was for me, it was looking at these two women, one is 43 and one is 50 and they are doing what girls in their twenties do and these performers, When I lived in LA, like it was at the age of 30, you were considered an old woman and forget getting cast, forget getting a record deal, forget all of it because you are past the age where you're going to be of influence. You're not as, that is when we go downhill. We're told that we go downhill as women. We're not as sexy. We, it's harder to lose weight. It is we get the gray hairs and I almost feel like we give ourselves permission to let ourselves go. Once we hit like 40 and I'm, I'm noticing that I'm noticing this change. I am noticing that it is harder to lose weight. I've got to start being more disciplined with how I eat. I mean, eating is 80% of the battle. So that is something that I need to add. And I am not, I am going to be in the best shape that I physically can be that I can personally be. Now, if that's not as stick thin and as, you know, toned as somebody else, that's okay. But I'm going to work my butt off to get to my healthiest place. And I hope that other people will do the same with them because it's all different. We all have different places in our health and where we can get to. Not everybody is shaped the same. Not everybody's meant to be the exact same weight. And I think that's great. So capitalize and own it. And that's what I loved also about this performance. These women owned it, like owned their bodies and just were like, this is it. I, this is the Latin culture though. They are not ashamed. They are overly confident and they put it out there, man. I mean, if you've been to Miami, there's a lot of skin showing and some of it you, some of it you don't want to see, but they still think that it's beautiful. And that's great for them. I, when I was in my 20s, late 20s, actually, no, you know what? Nope, I take that back. When I was 18 and I started learning the power of my body and being confident in my skin and getting like littler dresses and pushing up the cleavage, I, it wasn't to get sex. As everybody knows, um, I was a virgin all the way through college yay me. But it wasn't for that reason. It was because it made me feel good. It made me feel like a powerful woman. And I love that feeling. And once I discovered it, it was was over. And I actually got the nickname Sexy Mel. That was the nickname because I started owning that part of me. And you can see in my very first pictures that I my very first headshot session that I did, I started doing the eye look, the come hither look. And that's what I like to call it. So you can see it in those pictures that I've always had that side to me. And when it really came out was when I had a performance coach in LA and he pushed me, he pushed my boundaries and where I could go as a performer and helping me to get past that judgment stage. Like there is a judgment stage that a lot of us have with about revealing more of that sexuality that feminine um, intensity with us if you some people don't have it and that's okay that's hey it's we're not all meant to have that part of us I love that part and once I learned how to bring it out it was it's not that you're going to go to strip clubs and get on poles and things like that. It's not that you do that. You just, it is a very powerful thing to find and to release because all of a sudden you are proud of your body. You're proud of yourself. You are proud of that inner goddess is what I call her, that goddess within. So I felt so just released. Like I was like, ah, when she came out and she, She still loves to play like she is a she's in there. And I just after last night, I'm like, okay, we are going to get ourselves back into that old shape. And you know what? I might wear a midriff. I mean, everybody knows that I do love to show a little cleavage now and then depends on the environment. But I love that part. And I think that people are mistaking being a slut and. Working hard showing off your body and entertaining people and maybe you weren't entertained and that's okay. Like that's your right to feel that way. But there were some of us that loved it and that's okay too. What's going on right now though, is people are especially women are getting online and talking. They're shaming each other. Like I've been shamed a lot today by stating my opinion and that's okay. I, I, think it's, I I don't think it's right to be shaming people that liked the performance. Um, we're all allowed to see things differently. I saw it as an art where I might not, if I saw a picture of something that looked like a vagina at a art gallery and somebody was like, oh, that's beautiful. I might not think that. So what's art to one person, it might not be art to another and that's okay. I, again, I agree. I get what some of these parents are saying. I also get that you can turn off your TV. And I know a lot of people are like, it's, this is an NFL. This is family time. And I'm like, why, why is this family time? I don't, I just don't see it. You've got grown men hitting each other and the, the, the show has been getting more and more sexual each year. And sensual, I'll say sensual instead. I like that word better. But it's been getting more and more. So I don't understand where people think this is. And I'm sorry, they, the country stuff didn't sell. Bringing back old singers from the 80s, that didn't sell. Like, if you've never been... So those people that are on the field surrounding that stage, they're not there to see the Super Bowl. They're there to see the entertainers. They come in. They're They're brought in right before the show. Show starts, they do their that 14 minutes, they pay a ticket for that. Those people come in just for that 15, 20 minute show. That's it. So the NFL, it is an amazing marketing machine. Like it, dude, that in Disneyland, woo, I need to get that, I need to do that. But in the Pilates world, um, it is a, they have learned how to bring in the best profits. So they know the, the stars that'll come in and bring them more profit. The more they can fit into that space, and it's a big crowd, the more they can fill in there, pack in, the more money they're going to make. So, like the Bruce Springsteen performed when I was at the Super Bowl, and he still packed it in, but it was different. And I think that this is, these are two popular performers. Um, and so, when they came on stage, you can just see, I just was looking at the crowd. I mean, it was, if you looked at it, it was surrounding that stage. That's pretty, that's pretty good marketing by the NFL. So I don't see this dying down. Maybe if they bring in one of the sexier country artists, I don't know. I, I just think that people really, they want the whole show. They don't want to watch just somebody standing there playing their guitar or just singing. They want to see an actual show with the lights and the dancers behind them and everything. Um, and I get that people thought that JLo lo was a little much. She was definitely over the top. I thought Shakira was actually very tasteful. So, but everybody can have their own opinions. And in fairness to me, I have never been a big J-Lo fan. I... She just was never my cup of tea. I mean, it's just she I there's something, you know, some people rub you the wrong way with energy or whatever it is. And she just always rubbed me wrong. I like some of her songs, but her movies drove me crazy. And I don't know, it's just, you know, some people just it's nothing personal against her. I just she just has always rubbed me the wrong way. And I still enjoyed her performance. Like I said, a little less crutch grabbing, although I didn't even notice that because here was. What I was doing, we were all like Googling, trying to figure out her age. And so I'm sorry, I'm Googling her age. And then I'm like, can I have that body still drinking wine? And it turns out, I don't think you can. I think that that is just something that can't happen when you want to look as good as these two. I mean, I read on both of them, neither one of them drink, like they are the, they They model what everybody should try to do health-wise. So I think that that is one thing that people need to look at. The other message that I thought personally that I took from this was a message of strength. That pole stuff that J-Lo did, it was, if you have not taken a pole dancing class, it is so hard and it takes so much strength. So that's what I got from it. I was not, I did not think stripper. Um, My mind just didn't go there with it. I thought it was just a super sexy performance. Yes. And I know a lot of people, they were like, it's not family friendly. But again, I just don't think the NFL is meant to be family friendly. And if you know who your performers are, you know that this is not going to be a family friendly performance. And just don't put it on if you're that easily offended, or you think that your child will be influenced by this, then don't put it on, like just keep it off. That is your choice. I loved watching it. I loved what they did. I loved seeing their talents. That is my type of show. People call have called those of us that enjoyed this names that um, we've been told that we are immoral and it's been pretty, it's crazy. You know, It's it's like its own political debate I understand, again, like people saying, you know, it wasn't family friendly. They don't want their kids seeing that kind of stuff. But I loved the one mom that told uh, that's told the story of how she actually used it as a teaching mom with her daughter. And instead of concentrating on, oh, that's a stripper pole, she told her daughter, she was like, do you know how much strength that takes? Do you know how strong that woman is? And used it as a positive to tell her daughter about being strong as women and being strong in what you do. And this is why we work out. This is why we nurture our body. So she turned what a lot of people were like, oh, that's a stripper pole. And that's, that's naughty. She turned it into a good learning experience. So that was, that was pretty cool to me, you know, to, to hear that. So we're not fooling anybody when I tell you that I could be like, oh, the NFL did this because they want to help spread different cultures and ideas out. No, they don't. The NFL wants to freaking make money. Hey, that's just a fact. And they know that in a place like Miami, having two Latin performers who are very sexy, very comfortable with their bodies, very comfortable with their movements, they knew that would sell. And for everybody else, this was a great learning tool for other cultures, like what their dances are. There was actually somebody that posted what these dances are in different cultures, what they were in Shakira's, where she's from, and uh, J-Lo's parts, where her family's from. So that is, it was a learning experience. Also in these cultures, they are more open to all of this. They're You go to some of these foreign countries and they're laying out on the beach nude. One of my friends on Facebook who's from Miami, she's like, I wear a thong on the beach, which I would never do. And it's not because I'm modest. It's because I have a lot of cellulite on my butt. And I need to cover that up, you know. Uh, Yeah, I even get cellulite with all my working out. But hey, it's life. And I accept it. And more power to the people that can wear that stuff. This Maybe it's uncomfortable for Americans, but this is other cultures. And it is important, I think, to learn about them. And again, if you don't like it, you just turn it off or you don't, and you never have to learn about it again. Bottom line for me is I did feel like this was a very empowering performance to show women. It's okay to be comfortable in your sexuality. It is okay to have sensual feelings. It's okay to feel sexy, and it's okay to show sexy. That is my take. And I think that a lot of people have that repressed in them. And then that's when problems do start happening where people get into trouble when they try to hide their their sexuality because they don't want to come across as bad or wrong or sinful. And that's a big problem. And that, again, is when things blow up out of control in my personal opinion. Bottom line, please do not shame others. Especially, just don't do it. If if somebody doesn't agree with you, don't shame them. It's, it's okay to have our own opinions under this stuff. And that's what makes this country so great is that in a public forum, we can state our views and our differences, but ultimately we have to respect each other and it goes for everything. We have to say, you can have a debate, but have a civil one and realize it's it's okay you don't you don't need to sell your thoughts you don't need to tell other people that they are wrong or that no that's not necessarily true some of these people that you might be calling immoral or whatever they're probably doing so much good in this world that is outside of their what they find entertainment and stuff so anyway off of my soapbox I got uh, next week's now already. So hopefully we can get back on a track. Actually, I don't think I've ever been on track, but we're gonna try. We're gonna try this. I'm gonna try to start doing um, live at five on Thursdays. And then we'll do a blog on Fridays. And then probably my podcast will stay on Mondays. So well, I guess it's not. Oh, it is Monday. Woo! I did it. All right, you guys have a great night. And we'll talk soon. Bye.